0: Throw down. Today we're going to be talking about James Conner versus Le'Veon Bell. Both going very similar in drafts. One's going RB20 the other one's going RB20, or RB19 versus RB20. And today it's going to be me, Fantasy Rat 13 going against Robbie at NFL Robbie. You can find him on Twitter. So let's just get right into it. But before we do, make sure you hit that like, subscribe button and for future content. We're killing it right now with all this YouTube uh, videos that we have coming out. We're going to be doing more. If there's something else that you want to do, let us know down in the comments below. Also so if you let us know which side you're on, are you rather would you rather have James Conner versus Le'Veon Bell? So let's just jump right into it. Robbie, where are you at? And tell me why you are higher on Le'Veon Bell than James
1: Conner. Absolutely. Let's bring the people in on the Le'Veon Bell side of things. Uh, let's just start it off with Le'Veon Bell has just been an absolute workhorse his entire career. Um, he had 300 touches last year. Um, he's never had a season where he's gotten under 20 touches um, per game in any of his uh, six seasons. So. He's only 28 years old. Obviously took that one year off with the Steelers and people act like he's dead and gone. And so I think that's a big reason why he's so far down in drafts. He finished his RB 18 last year and he's going even lower than that this year. So I think people are definitely sleeping on him. Uh, You know, I'm not worried about Frank Gore, 37 year old Frank Gore comes in. Everyone says Adam Gase is going to love him and play him all the time. No, there's 138 non uh, Le'Veon Bell carries last year. So Frank Gore can take his, his, By to the pie. I'm not too worried about him jumping into uh, Le'Veon Bell's workload. Um, Gore can still get, you know, six or seven carries a game, maybe a a target or two here. And Le'Veon Bell will still keep his same workload that he had last year. Um, So, yeah, we we talked about uh, what Bell did last year, and he was horribly inefficient, like terrible, 3.3 yards per carry. Um, It was horrendous. And he still finishes RB18 because of that workload a lot of people think that was kind of a, a tell of Bell's game. It really is that offensive line. It was like the worst offensive line um, in the entire NFL. They only had 0.7 yards before contact created, which is 32nd. Dreadful, terrible. So what'd they do? They went out and they signed $102 million worth of offensive line, revamped every position. Um, so they bring in Makai Becton, 11th overall pick. Um, huge, massive uh, left tackle for them. Going to be a good run blocker. <clears throat> and then they brought in Connor McGovern who was PFF's ninth overall rated uh, graded center um, from the Broncos. So they bring those two guys in. They have a a slew of other guys that they brought in as well. Um, Those are the two I want to highlight. So offensive line literally can't get worse. It's only going to get better. Um, So, yeah, I mean, with him getting 300 touches, uh, better offensive line play, He's going to flirt with low low end RB1 numbers, high end RB2 numbers, and people have him all the way down there, like running back 19, running back 20. So I think he's going to vastly outperform his ADP um, and definitely be the guy I'm choosing uh, over James Conner.
0: All right. So for me, why I'm taking James Conner is pretty simple for me. One, I think we get. to be prisoner of the moment and prisoner of last year and we try to look at last year to project to this year and that's how things are going to work, right? Like, we forget that James Conner in 2018 was was an absolute beast, right? And last year, he only, so last year, let's just talk about last year first. So in, two, in 10 games last year, he played 54% of the snaps. He averaged 11.6 carries per game, four targets per game, 19 red zone touches, four goal line carries. He only had 464 rushing yards, 251 receiving yards. He did have seven touchdowns, but he averaged 14.6 fantasy points per game, which was better than Le'Veon Bell's last year. He had 42 evaded tackles in on, on that span, which was almost as much as Le'Veon Bell, who played five less games. Uh, 28% juke rate. He, only, he had four runs of 15 plus yards, 31.7 dominator rating, and he had uh, 2. 208 yards created to 1.39 yards created per game, right? So you go back and you look at his 2018 numbers. And this is where, the, you know, the big difference is. In 2018, he played in 13 games, 79% of the snaps, half carries per game, 5.5 targets per game, 40 red zone touches, 13 goal line carries, which was I think second in the league that year. 973 rushing yards, 497 receiving yards, 13 total touchdowns. His 21.2 fantasy points per game was seventh in the league. He averaged, uh, he had uh, 15 breakaway runs, which is runs over 15 plus yards. That was fourth in the league. 60, 60 evaded tackles. And he also had faced um, six or more defenders in the box 33.5% of the time, which was, and he also had a 4.7 yards per carry against that stacked front. Now, what happened last year to to what happened in 2018 had a lot to do with Big Ben. Once Big Ben went down, that entire team sort of cratered, right? They had Delvin Hodges, Mason Rudolph, that entire offense just cratered. Now, we know Big Ben's back healthy. Of course, there's always that risk. Plus, we have, we have to factor in that James Conner Uh, Can he stay healthy himself? He's never played a full 16 games. I don't like trying to play the game of, you know, guessing game of if he's going to get hurt, is he going to get not. Because maybe he does get hurt. but Maybe it's week 15. Maybe it's week 16. I don't know that. And I'm not going to see him play this. I know this is a contract year for James Conner. And when James Conner is healthy, he's an absolute monster. Um, he's still only 25 years old. And it's really rare to find a six foot one, 230 230-pound back who's able to who do the things that he can. Um, the only running backs who joined Conner in the 50 broken tackles um, in 2018 from weeks 1 through 13 were Saquon Barkley and Kareem. Hunt, um, and you also look at it, and only uh, Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara had more PPR um, points than Connor in 2018, weeks one through thirteen. So he finished as just the RB six, despite uh, missing three games, and he also posted. You know, like I said, the 215, 973, and 12 rushing, and then 55 receptions, 500 yards, and one receiving touchdown. There's all those things considered, and he is the absolute workhorse of this backfield, right? Uh, another thing to take note of is I know there's some some people that are going to rather go with the, you know well, they, they have Benny Snell, and they brought in Anthony McFarlane, and are they going? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. Um, you know, is this going to be more of a committee? Well, the answer to that is quite simply no. Mike Tomlin came out this offseason and said that he is a feature runner that needs to be um, used in that way. Uh, he is um, so. With all those things considered, uh, he he did say he said usually when it's when it's going well, it is because you have a lead dog out out front, and that guy is the featured runner. James is definitely our featured guy and a proven runner when healthy, which is obviously that's the big win healthy. And then we're excited about getting him back to healthy and displaying that in 2020. So. Like I said, all things considered, with James Conner, like we know the dude has an absolute elite ceiling. We know this entire Steelers offense was terrible last year. I think with Le- with Big Ben with Big Ben back, uh, James Conner, like I said, still only twenty five years old. I have a lot of question marks with with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, you're right, that offensive line was terrible last year, and that had a lot to do with it. But he was the most inefficient running back in the entire league last year. He was basically really like you know, he was okay, right? He didn't have any boom weeks. He only had three weeks of over 20 fantasy points last year. And for a running back, that's not very good. You are getting him in the third round and considering how high running backs were going, that's not terrible. So I don't necessarily ne- hate his ADP, but I would much rather have James Conner. I think we are sleeping on James Conner. Like last year, he was what? RB6, RB7 off the board. Now you can get him right right around that same third round range. And he has RB1 upside. Like he is, if As long as he stays healthy, and I I think that you can realistically expect that this year. I mean, look look at Dalvin Cook. You go back to Dalvin Cook, uh, and, you know, look, Dalvin Cook's now a first-round pick, and he was kind of the same way, right? His his first two years in the league, he kept getting hurt, kept getting hurt, went off last year. I think that's reasonable to expect for James Conner in 2020, and so that's why I think he's an absolute steal at his
1: current ADP. Yeah, no, I think you make some good points and it'd be remiss of us to uh, try and say that there's uh, an injury concern with one and not the other here, because both of these guys have had their injury concern uh, in their history. So yeah, not even talking about that, but I do think each year Pittsburgh has brought in a running back. And so I think the Tomlin comments were very, very uh, in James Conner's favor, you know, saying that he's going to be the workhorse back. So that is good. But I think we've seen, you know, it's, it's happened now where James Conner either gets nicked up here or there, not saying he might just get a full out injury and leave, but he does, you know, get nicked up here and there. And that's the reason they brought in Benny Snell last year. That's the reason they brought in Anthony McFarlane. Like those guys are going to get some touches here and there. So I think we're looking at competition in that backfield. You know, you were a guy that was that was high on McFarland for a reason. Like they brought him in, they're going to work him in a little bit, so um, that might just limit his ceiling a little bit for me. Um, but right at RB twenty, I think you're right. That is a little bit of a value um, there. So I think the the big issue is that we have to go back to 2018 to really see that season where we loved Connor, and and part of that had to do with the quarterback situation. But 2019. You know, Connor only saw one game with over 55 yards rushing. He just could not get it done. And they actually do have an offensive line. That's something I bring up, you know, as a pro for James Connors, that he does at least have a good offensive line. So, um, yeah, I think things will be different with Big Ben in town. Um, I just definitely like Le'Veon Bell's PPR ceiling a lot better. He's going to get another 65, 70 catches. He got 66 last year. Um, you know, he, he shed some pounds as well. He's down to 215. So you, you were bringing up kind of his, his running style. I think he's gonna be a lot better this year um, with that improved line and an improved body. So, um,
0: yeah, well, will see. Like, I, I, I really feel like that Connor is much more of a value at where you can get him, um, considering what I think his ceiling is. Like, he has legitimate top eight, uh, top, art, top eight upsides in my opinion, and I just don't see that with Le'Veon Bell. Like, every it would have to be an absolute perfect storm, especially when you have factor in Adam Gase as the office, uh, the offensive play caller. And I know some of this of narrative based, but. I mean, let's be honest. Adam Gase does, is, does not seem like a real fan of Le'Veon Bell. Like, he doesn't really want him there. They brought in Frank Gore. And I could just see Adam Gase just, just giving Frank Gore more opportunities just to piss off Le'Veon Bell. Like, I know that seems uh, that is very narrative, and we don't have any proof to support that. But I think they brought in Frank Gore for somewhat of a reason. And I think Frank Gore is going to have a little bit of a role here. Does does that mean Frank Gore is going to get pass catching work? Absolutely not. Le'Veon Bell is going to have that locked up. but. James Conner also, in his own right, you know, gets plenty of pass-catching work in his own right. And as long as Big Ben is on that field and healthy, I think that you can expect a much better Steelers offense. And so, just in terms of the overall offense and goal line opportunities, which, again, another red flag for Le'Veon Bell. Last year. now this offense wasn't nearly as good, don't get me wrong, but James, or Le'Veon Bell only had one goal line carry last year, one. And he played 15 games and averaged 16 carries per game to James Conner, who had four goal line carries last year, and he only played in 10 games. So, like, it, it doesn't seem like their, their willingness to use him you know, on the goal line. We know James Conner will. The year before, he had 13 goal line carries. So, in a much better offense, a much more prolific offense that I think that they should be. They should bounce back this year with a healthy Big Ben. Obviously, if things doesn't, then, then that's a different story. But I do know that James Conner is still going to get pass-catching work, and that's what I like about him.
1: Yeah, I think you you again hit it on the head that both of these teams kind of need their their quarterback healthy with Big Ben going out and then uh, Sam Darnold getting the uh, teenage mono uh, disease there. Um, I think that's going to help the Jets. They went on a roll their last six games. Le'Veon Bell played a lot better. Um, And I think with this improved offensive line, it's going to get more of those goal line opportunities. So um, as that offense continues to take another step, you know, that's that's more uh, more attempts uh, in that red zone for Le'Veon Bell.
0: Yeah, so, all right. So I, I, that's pretty much what we got. I, think, I don't think I really have anything else to say or anything else to add. So let us know down again down in the comment section below, which side are you on? Do you want James Conner or do you want Le'Veon Belt, their current ADP? They're both going right next to each other. Um, I think it's 404 and 405, a current ADP, according to 4 for 4. So let us know down in the comments and let, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button for all the future content. The season's almost here. We're only about three weeks away, three and a half weeks away from the start of the season. We're going to have a ton of in-season content every single week, live streams for q if you have you know waiver questions, trade questions, we're going to be doing all that stuff too. So, we got a lot of great content coming out. So again, hit that like and subscribe button and we'll see you guys again next week. Peace.
1: Thank you for being